The second round pick, 62nd overall out of the Ohio State University and was uh, geez, drafted to take over for another Buckeye and Corey Lindsley. And he was the day one starter for the Packers last year until he, uh, I don't know how it happened, he flipped the bird or something, got a little finger, knocked him out for a while, came back for a week, then blew out the knee, and we didn't see him until the finale. But he's back and healthy and has started every one so far this year. Uh, I wish I could say that we're going to say for his buddies up front, but a uh, very nice guy, great conversationalist, should be a lot of fun. Welcome Josh Myers to the fifth quarter in the Narrow Bridge. Thank you so much. Josh, thanks for having me. Thanks for doing it. Really appreciate it. Uh, stretch that a little bit. How's the week off? What'd you do? Oh, man, I uh, I stayed in town, hung out, Okay. stretched a lot, got in the, got in the cold tub. Got some much-needed rest, uh, and, and yeah, and just had a good time. It was really nice. Uh, good. Uh, fantastic. Uh, this team is, uh, I, I wish, could be that relaxed, you know, uh, but you're not, Josh. It's been, and I said you started all 13, but you were kind of like the maypole with everything going around you, you know, uh, all season long. It's crazy here. Yeah, we, uh, we've certainly had some obstacles, uh, this year up front just with uh injuries and people coming back from injuries it's uh it's definitely been one of the craziest seasons i've ever been a part of but you did witness david bakhtiari who unfortunately popped the appendix a couple of weeks ago and elton jenkins just worked their uh, you know what off to get back to where they were not only functioning but you know what both of them were really playing well on your left side there for a couple of games yeah, man, uh, they were so much fun to to watch play together and to, to learn from. It was uh, I don't I don't know if I've ever consistently seen offensive line play at that level. It was it was really fun to watch. You mean you find yourself actually peeking just to the left, uh, even though the protection call is not that way <laughs> on the film. On yeah. the oh, film. all right, all right. Come Let's on, get that straight. I appreciate. It. Um, but congrats to you. I mean, it's an accomplishment. Uh, you're banging into a lot of beef every snap, and you're out there and uh, and and knock on wood. Uh, I know it was a really frustrating rookie year because you knew why you were taken, and you know Corey Lindsley, and you know the whole story, which we should get into. Uh, and so, yeah, congrats on on getting through this thing. It, it's not easy. Uh, yeah, thanks. I really appreciate it. It uh, yeah, it can definitely be be brutal out there, and uh, yeah, definitely thankful to make it through that stretch healthy. And I know everyone's saying, boy, Christian Watson is kind of like that fuse that has just lit the powder keg. But I don't think it's a powder keg just yet. But nonetheless, uh, you guys headed into this week off seeing some improved execution and explosion on the offense over the last couple of games. Here we go. Here we go. Right? Yeah. Yeah. Um, And I think that's the most exciting thing. As you said, you don't think it's quite a powder keg yet. Uh, but we're still, you know, putting some points on the board. So I think that's the most exciting thing is we still haven't haven't been as good as we can be, which is exciting because I think we're we're shifting in that direction for sure. Yeah, I, you know, and what can you say about Christian? I mean, yeah, I I've been so happy for him just to to see, you know, uh, he had a rough go of it kind of early on, and, yeah. and to to see him turn it on the way he has and. Um, yeah, he's just a, a great dude, too, so it's, it's been awesome to watch. He's out of there, that's for sure. And now Romeo Dobbs, I think, is going to get back. Another option who – another rookie who impressed when he was getting opportunities earlier, too, Josh. 
Yeah, he's a uh, rope man. Romeo has been uh, oh, showing flashes of being really good since I'm sure you remember the early days in camp. Some of those some of those balls he was catching. Even Rogers, uh, even Aaron Rodgers, you know, he's he's a highlight reel a day. Back oh, yeah, camp. that's it was. I mean, it's so fun to so fun to to see that, you know, to just be blocking someone and see the ball. See those guys together. That's one of the things I think has got to, uh, has got me really interested uh, for this this final uh, four games coming up. Now is uh, to get them both involved. I think if they played to, together 50 odd snaps, uh, so um, that's going to be a future there at the uh, wide receiver position. I think for these guys. Uh, so again, uh, just when you thought it was rolling uh, with uh, you know Josh stepping in at right tackle and then. Can you going from your left side to your right side? Elton and David, and now David's a Phoenix, and here's Zach Tom. Yet another in this draft class that uh, you're up. Yeah, he's uh, you know, he's been put in some really tough, really tough situations. Played three different positions so far, I think. Yeah, I think so. All four of them. He's another guy who who physically is capable of playing all five, and he's smart enough to do it too as a rookie, which is uh saying a lot but i think that's why you know you haven't you haven't really noticed him a whole lot um when he's in there i think because he's been doing a pretty nice job so uh he's hanging in there that's for sure so yeah um but just from a communication standpoint and i know you guys i've watched you in camp all the time and everybody's playing all you know all these different spots and it's been that way for a long time here over the last several years i mean from lucas to all those other guys uh you know is that uh, but Still, I know they say the cohesion of five, you know, they got to really get oil together, but none, the communication, first and foremost, Josh, you're the one doing a lot of the barking. Um, uh, what kind of an impact has all of these changes had on that, or is there anything changing as the season has progressed in that regard? Yeah, um, I think it's, I think for one, it's made me better at communicating, um, just because there has been a lot of, uh, a lot of pieces to the puzzle. You don't know who you're around. talking to week to week. <laughs> Uh, yeah, it's uh, it's changed a good bit from from game to game throughout the season. So uh, yeah, I mean, I think it's helped me to be honest. Um, and we've at this point, I have played with everyone. You know, it all it's almost like I do have cohesion with everyone. Yeah, okay. Is, you know what I mean? Like, right. It's it's almost at that point. So um, yeah, I don't know. It's kind of a different situation. But yeah, uh, getting through it. And again, I think the O line has been faring quite well. Uh, no sacks last time out, I don't think, against the Bears. Not mistaken. It was about five and a half carry, you know, yep. up front. Uh, and then, like we said, a little sizzle with Christian on yep. a couple of snaps, yep. and uh, and away you go. And, uh, and again, it's the consistency thing. Um, was there anything in particular that kind of bothered you most about how it wasn't happening on a more consistent basis through that kind of middle stretch that you guys got back from London? Because it was, it was that real spotty. Yeah, you know, I think I think for us the the same the same frustration was happening with us as was happening with the fans because you know, we didn't have a clear-cut answer as to exactly what it is either. Um you know, it was a combination of so many different things and just making mistakes at the wrong time. Um it was yeah, it was a really frustrating stretch. Well, you know, the music was playing up front with the chairs. Uh, the wide receivers were rolling in and out. And then all of a sudden you got a busted thumb, bum-ribbed quarterback trying to, you know, battle his way through all this stuff. And it just, again, it just never seemed to get into a run. Not just a game, but two, three, 
four in a row, which we saw yeah. repeatedly. You know. Yeah, yeah. We uh we for sure just weren't getting in a rhythm. It was uh yeah, it was weird. You know, I've I've been fortunate to um to not experience a ton of that throughout my career. Uh, so yeah. it, was, it was a totally uh totally new experience for me. It was uh definitely different. Was it twenty three and one at Ohio State? Was that the numbers I saw when you were um, over there? Um good lord. I think it was uh I think I had two losses as a starter. Ooh, mm, yeah. Mm. Yeah. Uh, okay. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> get to the Buckeyes. They're still in it. They got squeezed back in there. Uh, that's for sure. Uh speaking of the former Buckeye, your relationship with Corey Lindsley. Guy that did this show, he was fantastic. We loved him. Uh, still going strong with the Chargers. Yeah, yeah, Corey, man, awesome, awesome guy. I uh, I was fortunate enough to get to meet him. He uh, does a lot of training in the off season at Ohio State. Okay. Um, and so I'd see him around and and just pick his brain uh, about the center position and just got to know him through all that. Um. And did you stay in touch? You know, once you were here, he was there. Uh yeah, ish. Right. I still go back to Ohio State from oh, time okay. to time good. in the off season and see him there in passing and stuff. So yeah, it's it's good. Uh, kind of an odd passing of the Buckeye torch, but uh, all for the better we hope. Um yeah. Uh, yeah. As proficient as Corey got, um, you know, with these guys up front, Steno and and Luke, uh, we'll see. Uh, that's awesome. Um, I was going to ask uh, about your. Ohio State days, as we mentioned, yeah, 23 and one, I think it was. Um, you committed as a sophomore in high school. I did, yeah. Wow. Yeah. So Urban was on you quick. Yeah, he uh, he offered me my freshman year of high school, and uh, yeah, and was on me. Did he roll into your living room as a 14, 15 year old? <laughs> yeah, I, I mean, as a as a 15 year old, he came to my high school. Yeah. Jeez. Yeah. All right. So. Uh, uh, but yet. Your dad's a Kentucky alum. Your brother's Wildcatter. I mean, but you're an Ohio kid. It's no doubt, right? Yeah, it was. Uh, showed up at the door. Yeah, it was a it was a tough scenario for sure. Um, I don't know. I just something about Ohio State I couldn't quite put my finger on. But uh, the Kentucky family uh, tradition was definitely uh, something I had to think about. <laughs> Guy from Ohio State, you're starting snapper for the Green Bay Packers. We're going to take a break when we come back. More with on how he got here and what he's looking forward to here through the holidays when the fifth quarter returns to the Narrow Bridge right after this timeout. All right, welcome back, everybody. We're live from the Narrow Bridge on this bye weekend. A week from tonight, the Los Angeles Rams are coming to town on a Monday night. But boy, are they beat up at four and nine. That's the worst run for a defending champion i think ever uh so we shall see but we'll get to them in due time uh, josh myers our guest tonight mention the pack sitting at five and eight that's 10th best 10 and you gotta get to seven uh the problem is they gotta climb over three four teams uh detroit right above them six and seven seattle's at seven and six they're on the outside looking in because the giants are now the seventh seed the commanders the sixth seed those two are seven five and one and again, 
Washington, the Giants, good Lord, they were up 17-3 in London, don't forget. They were up 14-3 in the nation's capital. Those two really sting because they got a hit above them. Maybe the tie will help. The Lions, 6-7, and seven. yeah, they got one in hand too, that 15-9 uh, uh, to what uh, nine game, I think it was, uh, in Detroit a couple of weeks ago. Uh, so they got a, you know, uh, a hand up on the pack with that one. Uh, and Seattle, and a seven and six, but maybe free falling. Who knows? Uh, I, so it's, it's all moot if they don't beat the Rams. Get, don't get me wrong, but the Packers then finish obviously going to Miami on Christmas Day. All right, uh, and then with the Vikes and the Lions coming to love. There are some helper games that will help the Packers if they take care of business beginning this coming weekend because uh, uh, the uh, Giants are at Washington, and I've circled the. Giants to lose that one. They got to lose that one because it's going to be easier to catch, I think, New York than it will the Commanders because New York still has to play Minnesota on the road and Philadelphia on the road in the finale. Uh, Seattle, uh, they get San Francisco Thursday night. See Brock Purdy yesterday? Holy cow, kid played well. Uh, and the Niners, uh, beat up as they might be without Debo and a couple of D linemen. Uh, that one is, though, on the road, and Seattle looked very beatable yesterday by Carolina in Seattle. So let's uh, root for the uh, Niners to win that one. And they still have to go to Kansas City, too, and play the Rams again, not to mention the Jets. As for Detroit, they're on the road for three of their last four at New York, at Carolina, at Green Bay. Uh, that's three out of four teams uh, fighting for their playoff you-know-what. So we'll see what happens. Uh, but those are my helper games. All right, we'll see what happens moving forward. Josh Myers, our guest tonight. Uh, how in the world did Aaron Rodgers stip you on that cheesehead autograph walking into the tunnel at Soldier Field? I saw <laughs> oh, the video on Twitter. I, on didn't, Aaron. Know that, uh, I didn't know that made it Somebody, out. Hey, yeah. there's phones everywhere. There's cameras everywhere, Josh. I think we've all come to that realization, yeah. especially you guys as athletes. Oh, God, I couldn't. <laughs> it was cute, actually. Yeah, I don't no. know if he knew exactly what, what happened. No, the the kid asked me to get ah. Aaron's autograph, and I was like, you know what? I'm in such a good mood right now. I'm gonna try. You should. All right. And uh, I think he had, you know, the head down, straight into the locker room, right. going. Okay. And, uh, yeah, just missed no him deal. in passing. Yeah, just in passing. But yeah, it happens. Yeah. Well, I saw that. I thought that was pretty funny. Uh, so you've had to. How often? I'm gonna ask you about the thumb. I mean, under center, shotgun. I can't take a pounding, and I know that came into consideration for a few of the games, especially early on. Yeah, it uh, it was definitely an obstacle early on. Yeah. Uh, just one of those things that we kind of had to work our way around. But uh, he seemed to to handle it, you know, pretty good for the most part. So never. Mm. Oh, there was there was plenty. There was a plenty of hard balls and, Oh yeah. Snaps. Yeah, you know it's uh, yeah. Yeah, certainly some. I'm not uh, not throwing it back there super soft. Yeah, <laughs> I can imagine. Yeah, it's coming back there pretty quick. Uh, hopefully the bye does it well. There's been some debate whether he's going to need some kind of surgical work to kind of get that thing screwed back together if need be or not. And then again, he's got the rib thing too. Flacked up in Chicago, got through it okay. So hopefully he is uh, all set to go. But the grand debate. And I don't know if you guys want to get in on this, but I will ask your opinion. I mean, Jordan Love, I mean, if you guys do happen to get eliminated, should he finish it up down the stretch? You heard Brian Gutekunst last week saying, we've seen plenty of Jordan. We don't necessarily think he has to start. 
Uh, Aaron has said he would be amenable to at least having that conversation if need be. We'll see what happens when and if it happens. But if they beat the Rams, it's still going to be Aaron going away. And I'm not so convinced Aaron shouldn't finish the rest of the season. What with Watson and Dobbs just starting to get this thing figured out together. Anyway, um, Jordan, you work with him every day. He's gotten a lot of ton of reps. Um, we just saw the two series. Is that that's what you're getting? Uh, yeah, I mean, that's that's pretty on par with uh, with how he's been playing. It's been fun to watch him grow over the last couple years. Uh, I think uh, I thought he really started to come on strong. I mean, you saw a little bit of it maybe in the preseason. Yeah. Uh, yeah playing some I mean, pretty solid ball. And, um, yeah, he's been, been doing a nice job. I think early shows in the summer we were talking about Tom Clements. Uh, you know, he's kind of the – Taron Rodgers, at least he is the quarterback whisperer. Uh, you know, in his career. Uh, and he's really gotten Jordan to not only uh, pay attention to, but excel in those crazy little details of footwork, hand placement, eye placement, head turn. I mean, we're talking shoelace tightness, everything. Yeah, it's uh, it's funny, you know. That was one of the first things I noticed when I was really? working with Aaron. Is just, well, yeah, because you're right. It's, it's literally, at first I thought... I thought to myself, this guy's been playing in the league so long that he's just he's dotted every single detail possible, just from the cadence to carrying out fakes in the handoff um, to just you know dummy calls at the line of scrimmage. He's just unbelievable the way he's able to uh, command an offense. Do you have a dummy call meeting every week? I mean, <laughs> you know, because you know, all right, let's say the Bears have heard him a ton, I'm sure, or many of them. You know, because yeah, it's twice we, a year, but, you know, still. We have uh, microphones everywhere. They hear them. We have our, our ways of doing things That's for hilarious. sure. I don't think I can dig too deep no, into it. No, yeah. we won't dig into, <laughs> into the details, but, uh, yeah, it's amazing. And um, what's it been like working with, you know, you're working with this guy every play, um, you know, and uh, we're getting to the closer to the finish than the beginning with this guy's career. It has to be something for you to work with Aaron uh, yeah it's uh, honestly been been one of the pleasures you know of, of my life it's been extremely cool to this point and you know hopefully it goes on another 10 years <laughs> or as long as possible but um, uh, yeah man it's been incredible just to to see the way he works the way you know he, he just leads. turned 39 so yeah yeah 10. he's got he's got plenty more in him hopefully Brady at 45 didn't look so hot yesterday, but no, just saying. Yeah, but you know the drill. Um, but so there isn't any conversation in the locker room about PT. It's really full steam ahead with the Rams, you know, at the quarterback position, obviously. But guys have stepped up and have really complimented Jordan. I think you'd be ready to handle just about anything. Um, yeah, I mean, I, I think he probably would. That's um. You know, that's for sure so far ahead of my, my pay grade and, and decision-making, obviously. But, There's going to uh, be a lot of conversations in the offseason, but I don't but, know if we uh, want to go quite there either as well. Josh Myers, our guest, Hugh Knight, talking about the Packers getting ready to uh, get back to work uh, and uh, take on the Los Angeles Rams as, uh, again, uh, a team we'll get to a little bit more in detail in our, in our final segment in a couple of minutes. Uh, but I wanted to ask about... Uh, we're, we're intrigued by you. Uh, the tallest center I think I've ever known. You know, at what, 6'5 plus? Yeah, 6'5. Yeah, yeah, okay. So I think that's up there for sure. Uh, but the athleticism. But 
It's got to be in the genes. Your mom and dad were both really good athletes. Mama Hall of Fame basketball player at U of Dayton. Yep, yep. She was uh, very good. That's great. Yep. Yep, she actually is funny. You know, my dad growing up taught me everything football-wise, and uh, my mom actually practiced basketball with me all the time. Really? She I was, was going to ask if you had a, yeah. you know, hoop in the driveway. Or oh, whatever. yeah. Okay. Oh, yeah. She was, a, she was a post player, too, so it worked out, man. She had me drop-stepping in the in the front yard. It explains the footwork. Yeah. It does. Yeah. Well done, Mom. That's awesome. Congrats. Uh, but, yeah, so growing up, I mean, you're probably scrambling – you know, with your brother in every sport possible. Oh yeah, it was uh, it was a madhouse for sure. My my two older brothers and um, two of them. Yeah, yeah, I had two older brothers. They both played sports. Um, yeah, they uh, they beat me quite a bit. My oldest brother, who's I don't want to say how old, but he was I think class of '69 uh, at Our Lady of Promontory. Uh, so that's a few years older. He would pound me in the arm right here till I couldn't lift it for no reason. Oh yeah. Yeah. You know, I, I just, got all of that. I got, well, my mom is, she's actually a, a pediatrician too. Uh-huh. And she, uh, she stitched my head up one time. Um, yeah. what? <laughs> In the living I had, I had beaten my oldest brother at some game we were playing in the basement several <laughs> times. And, uh, Ended up getting thrown into the wall and and uh, busting my head open, so she just stitched me up on the couch. Man, <laughs> I did that once. I got the scar right up here when I was a kid, but my mom practically fainted and you know got me to the hospital ASAP. That's ridiculous. How many stitches? Granny knot? Everything else? I have uh, no idea. Wow. Yeah, it was on the side of my head. Probably only like four or five. What'd she do to numb it? Just throw an ice pack on it and say this is gonna hurt? Yeah, I think so. Jeez, <laughs> I don't remember. It was a long time ago, but sounds like a scene out of Grey's Anatomy, or you know, <laughs> the interns. Just Luis, that's a good story. Yeah. I'm glad you're okay. All right, that explains it. And you didn't lose any of the intelligence you talked about. Yeah, uh, you know, uh, uh, Ohio State, no problem. What was your toughest subject? Toughest subject at, at Ohio, Ohio State? State. Ooh. I actually, I, so I studied social work, and good for you. Uh, aside from math, uh, I didn't love math, but no, um, me neither. I, I think mean, I'm, I'm good at stats, but that's yeah. Right. I think intro to psychology actually, Ooh, which is one. different um, as to why an intro class would be the hardest. But there's so many different things with psychology that it covered so many different topics. It was actually right. one of the harder psychology courses. So you've uh, pretty much been here an hour. You figured these guys all oh, out the audience pretty well. Of course. Got to beat them. Yeah, yeah, no kidding. We're gonna take a break. When we come back, one more segment with Josh Myers, Packers starting snapper. Uh, we're gonna look ahead to the. Uh, Rams and uh, talk a little bit about those Buckeyes who are still playing some football too. Don't go away. Fifth quarter returns to Narrow Bridge right after this. All right, Matt Z's on his little hiatus, but uh, fun not to be riding solo. Josh Myers, Packer Center, is our guest tonight. Ohio native, uh, grew up uh, just outside of Cincinnati, so Bengals fan. Yep. Right. Yep. Formerly. For, well, yeah, I, that's understandable, but you know, as a kid growing up, Bengals fan. Yep. Uh, a Munoz watcher, I'm sure. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. Yeah, loved him. Yeah. Well, that's good one to good one to watch for sure. Uh, once a center, always a center for you, or did you kind of just 
work your way into that slot. Yeah, it kind of just happened. Well, you got the tackle frame. I right. Mean, you do. Yeah, like kind of like you mentioned, I am uh, one of a one of the biggest centers in the NFL. So uh, I actually played guard in high school, and my yeah. freshman year was guard in college, and then uh, got moved to center my sophomore year at Ohio State. Okay, and away you went. Obviously, uh, well done. Um, talking about some other things that have to happen. It's just talking about. You know, the Lions, uh, meet you guys, They're a tough team, played hard. That was a really good battle. I mean, that was a good, I wish yeah. you guys could have got a little more than eight. Yeah, it, uh, it is just definitely Nine. not the uh, the Lions that we're used to seeing, that's for sure. Uh, yeah, you know, I'm really, I'm kind of rooting for them, to tell you the truth. They've been down so long. Now, it's, what, five out of their last six. You know, when the Packers played them, they were two and six. They got that win. And they haven't looked back. They have not looked back. You know, and uh, tell you what, last year they've been out of the basement in the NFC North, out of last place, 2017. I mean, they've been waiting forever for this. And that was uh, when they finished 9-7 and seven to the Pack 7-9. and nine. But, of course, they beat Brett Hundley twice after the broken collarbone that year. Second start in the season finale. They haven't been to the playoffs in 2016 when they lost to the wild card to the Seattle Seahawks 26-6. So they get to the playoffs. I think the last one before that was 2011. They get there twice every decade. These guys miss the playoffs twice every decade. Can you imagine what that's being like? Lions fan, they're going crazy watching J-Dub run like nuts. Um, and again, uh, back in 2016, that was the Packers run the table season, you'll remember. They haven't won a division since 93. Unbelievable. They haven't won a playoff game since 91. So I'm rooting for the Lions. No offense, but they're way, way yeah, overdue. Fair enough. And they're playing yeah. tough. And you will see them again. And that game could have meaning, unless uh, you don't take care of business against the Rams. Did you even think about the Rams while you were off, or did you get any head start on that? Um, yeah, I um, I hadn't uh, hadn't gotten a crazy head start. It was There was some well-needed yeah, big time I can understand. Rest. I mean, yeah. yeah, that's why they call um, it the bye. You shut the yeah, brain. Well, Brain's got to go bye-bye, too. Yeah, I'll yeah. probably... Um, I'll probably probably watch some film tonight and get a little early jump before we head in tomorrow. But um, yeah, it's uh, it's gonna be a fun one, and I'm excited to play Monday night. How do you think this team's understanding, you guys? Your playoff opener is Monday night. I hope you guys understand that. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Pretty much is. Yeah, I mean, from we understand that from here on out. Yeah, yeah for sure. Yeah, no question about it. So, uh, yeah, got to get to six and see what happens from there. Um, so you hung around here all by yourself. I mean, you got to at least get some family in for the holidays coming up? Um, Probably not. I, my you guys are on the road. My okay. girlfriend's actually, uh, she's from here, so I've, oh, I've really? got to do some, yeah, I've got to do some stuff uh, oh, with her family. Met a nice Green Bay Area girl? <laughs> How about that? How about that? They're going to start pouring into this place now, uh, you know, when single guys start appearing as guests, just to see. Oh, congrats. That's good. Um, and your schedule sucks. You know, going to Miami, traveling on Christmas Eve, playing Christmas Day, late Christmas night. Yeah. Ho, ho, ho. Yeah, Merry Christmas. Yeah, okay. Yeah. You're a mean one, Mr. <laughs> yeah, Grinch. No, it'll be it'll Slash be good. Goodell. It'll be it good. is what it is, you know. I've been doing this a long time. I've missed a lot of Thanksgivings, a lot of Christmas Eves, a lot of Christmas. Not a lot, but there have been a few. And it rolls around, you know, once every seven years. It's going to be on the weekend. Yep. Yeah, I've uh, I've missed my fair share as well. So, uh, <laughs> well, yeah. Certainly not you guys my were first go. Playing. 
Yeah. And they will be again. Ohio State beat Georgia, Josh. Um, a little something-something going, baby, with uh, Quay Walker, Devontae Wyatt, Eric Stokes uh, <laughs> over this one. You and the Buckeye contingent? Ah, man, we'll see. I don't know. I haven't talked to him yet. We'll have to see what we uh, what we can get going on. Uh, obviously, an avid follower. You're not that far removed. Uh, Buckeyes put together a pasting of the Badgers, but uh, a very, very good year again. And I know we talked before the Final Four came out. Yeah. We're sweating a little. Yeah, I did. There was a uh, there was a little sweat involved, um, but yeah, man, it's gonna be it's gonna be really interesting to see to see how that matches up. I think I think we probably match up with them as good as anybody in the country is going to. So um, it'll be interesting to see. It's at a neutral site. How far from Athens and Atlanta? Yeah, that's that's not the most ideal ideal setting. That's for sure. And so, yeah, uh, the uh, other matchup, uh, obviously, Michigan, Horn Frogs. Um, interesting matchup there. All those quarterbacks. I mean, was it, three of the four quarterbacks are in the Heisman finalists. And the one who didn't make it, Caleb Williams, won the Heisman from USC. Uh, yeah. Should be really good. Really good. Should they expand in college football? Ooh, man. I think... Um... I think it would be I think it would make it more interesting uh, yeah. if they expanded. I think it would probably push out some of the lower tier college football teams kind of make it Is it Katie Bar the door right now in college football in college athletics? I'm sorry. Is it Katie Bar the door? Is Pandora's box been open? This is nuts. It feels Josh, like it. I mean yeah. the first the day after the conference championship games, what was it a thousand players? Yeah. Entered the transfer portal. And these guys aren't just, you know, this is like Star Trek. Kid from Wisconsin, the receiver, went to Minnesota, was playing in two days. You know? Yeah, it's crazy. And it's you're crazy. there and playing. Yeah. Uh, it's nuts. Yeah, it's. It, I think the entire, pretty much the entire landscape of college football has changed even since I came out. I mean, it's almost like a new era of college football. Name, image, and likeness is a well-intentioned boondoggle that shouldn't have been, but it is. Yeah, it's... It's just you just well, missed you, out on it. You know how recruiting is. Too. I know how it recruiting is. is. They're just gonna keep pushing it and pushing it, and uh, it'll be interesting to see where it goes. Urban Meyer wouldn't have needed to show you a new Jeep Forerunner or anything in the driveway <laughs> just to kind of convince you. Well, that wasn't. I mean, that wasn't even a thought at the time. I don't even. I, I can't imagine being a kid now having to make that decision. Uh, it's tough, uh, but yeah, and they're moving on, playing without consequence. I'm all fine for it. And now, you know, latest thing, um, you came out a year early, right, after your junior season? Yeah, I had uh, one more year of eligibility. Right, eligibility left, left. Uh, but uh, you played through the playoffs, right? Uh, yep. Instead of maybe, yep. you knew you were going to be a high pick. Never thought about begging out. Nah, nah. I um, I don't know something about just how hard I mean, college football is. Just an incredibly it's a hard road. It's yeah. it's incredibly hard, and you know to make it to that point in the season in my career and it being my senior year, there's there's no way I was gonna sit out after all that work, you know. Okay. Yeah, I understand it because you know what Nick Herbig, Keanu Benton, the guys from the Badgers opting out of the guaranteed rate bowl against Oklahoma State just because they want to prepare for the draft, and I quite honestly. Money into these programs like crazy, but you know, there's only a few of you guys that are good enough to make a whole lot of money doing it. Nick Herbig is one of them, and I'm not going to fault him. They're going after it. 
Yeah, it's as ready to get drafted as high as he possibly can. Yeah, it is. Uh, it is hard to argue with, um, you know, non-playoff bowl games, which is an argument for a playoff expansion that would keep, you know, more talented players in the possibly. bowl games and, and keep more fan bases in it. But, um, yeah, there are lots of pros and cons. That's yeah, for there sure. are. Yeah, good luck sorting it out. We'll see what happens. That's for sure. You were talking about uh, the bad hire, Luke Fickle. I know you know of him. That's Cincinnati, right in your neighborhood. Uh, you watch this guy work for a while. Yeah, yeah. Everything uh, I've heard about him, and and I've talked to him a couple of times, just in passing and recruiting and whatnot. Um, I think that was probably about as good of a hire as as Wisconsin could could get, um, in my opinion. He's top notch. Um, and I, to be honest, he runs he runs his program structured very similar to the way that. Urban he is Meyer a Buckeye, did. yeah. I mean, yeah. 16 years there, I think he was an assistant. So. Yeah, I had a I had a buddy of mine that I played high school football with that went to Cincinnati at the same time I went to Ohio State, and the the entire structures of our day yeah, were was, entirely the same. Really? Yeah. Yeah. What do you think are the tenets of Ohio State? It's been a powerhouse program for good God since Woody was there, for heaven's sakes. Okay. There there are certain tenets about a program that allows it to maintain that kind of a success rate. What do you think it is? Columbus. Oh man. Um, I just I think it has so much to offer from a city standpoint. For yeah. one, it's it's not a lot of people know how fun the, the city of Columbus is. It is bigger than you um, think. It is. It's, it's a, it was a, a wonderful place I mean, to live. Um, and then I think just the the tradition and I know the 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 game versus Michigan gets pushed a lot and in, in recruiting and just um, I don't know. It just seems like we haven't had a bad year in so long that like I don't know how else to, to explain it. Yeah, there's something, something about, about the it. Yeah. yeah, I agree. Tradition means an awful lot. All right, got you for just a couple of minutes, Josh. Um, picking up where you guys left off. Uh, you know, things you think you should really get done as as a group. I mean, the execution levels up. There's a lot of things uh, we talked about early on about the positives with this offense in particular, uh, you know, moving forward here now, a little more rested. I don't know when Dave's going to be back a couple of weeks. I would still think I've never had my appendix out, but that can't be feeling good. Um, But we talked about Zach and away you go. So um, what do you guys want to focus on, especially up front? Yeah, um, I think just playing consistently good football, you know, um, communicating well, not having – not making those mental mental and physical errors that were killing us uh, early on in the year. So, um, yeah, just, I think we feel really good, too. Like you said, with the receivers coming back, um, we can continue. I mean, we can just play complimentary football. Yeah, the parts behind you. You know, A.J. really ran his tail off. You know, last time out, we know what Aaron's yeah. doing. Yeah, I mean, those guys are either one of them. Colder, uh, pound the rock. This is hey, it. Sounds good to me. Uh, let's get after it. Yeah, it is supposed to be on the chilly side uh, come uh, Sunday night, from what I heard. Teens, a little breezy. All right, uh, but you guys look all bundled up, and uh, we'll give you plenty of time to bundle up because we got a couple of tickets we're going to be giving away to the Packers Rams game from our friends at Robinsons, and we got a whole bunch of other stuff that uh, I hope you signed up for because we're going to get to those drawings in a couple of minutes. Hey, Josh, it was a blast. I told you to come over here. We're going to just goof around. 
can't say what I said, but you know, it starts with B and S. But anyway, uh, <laughs> handle it well. Really appreciate it. And you know, I want to have you salute your buddy over here in the yeah. Dan Devine era Packer cap. <laughs> you made a certain point to get over there and say hello. Tell me about this guy. Oh yeah, he's uh, he's just around all the time. We always see him uh, <laughs> coming and going from practice, and uh, yeah, just uh, good to see him out there all the time. So you stopped over before the you know show got underway and visited yeah. with for a while. That's awesome. Uh, you'll remember this one for a while. That's what's cool about this town, isn't it? I mean, it is. Yeah, there's, these there's nothing are, like these it. These people are literally your neighbors. You know what I mean? Some of them are owners. You know, it, it's just uh, yeah, this, it's, is, uh, this is a little different. Yeah, it's it's the most uh, unique city and fan base in football. It's it's amazing. Three out of four to finish, you know, just down the street. Uh, get after it. Good luck against the Rams. Keep this thing going. Let's uh, see if we can't get this thing turned around and finish above 500, and who knows what happens. Hey, sounds good to me. I really appreciate you having me All on. Right. Thank Ladies you. Ladies and gentlemen, Josh Myers, our guest tonight.